0: it's your girl ld and it's you guys so it's in the building what, what up what do? up what up yeah so we're back for another episode and the world is losing its mind
1: i guess straight up the back we just um our condolences our heart goes out to all the people in spain uh two um terrorism attacks in a week uh it's just like i guess every day you wake up and there's something new going on if it's in um terrorist you know, doing their stuff in Europe. Then we have um, white people going ham in the US with the KKK and Nazi rallies.
0: And just in case you don't know what the KKK means, it means the Ku Klux Klan,
1: right? Yeah, I think it was um, Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. And so that's a whole bunch of mess there. And obviously, we had the whole issue of Trump's response not denouncing them then denouncing them actually the problem said that he didn't denounce
0: them on time he waited like two days three days then when he said what he said he didn't really like you know come out and be like they were wrong yeah yeah
1: yeah, with all that stuff i'm just like in nigeria we have our own problems here we have a missing president although thank goodness he's 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 back now after
0: a hundred a hundred and two days
1: yeah so he's, he's back now we have, you know, obviously th- we have a, a war going on in um, in the north with the Boko Haram. Where we have IDPs, you know, internally displaced people. We have ASU strike again, right? This is like a whole thing. I mean, the
0: last time ASU went on strike it was a disaster. Kids were out of school for like
1: yes, almost uh, a year. Yeah, strikes. The strikes don't end with the ASU stuff, you know. And you can't even blame them, right? Because even the the Minister of um, Education. It was like they met with these guys in november they reached some agreements when they threatened to strike then eight months later the minister admin, admits himself they did nothing with all the with all the agreements that they made nothing so even the minister says yes but the problem is that he, he he wished that he notified them before the strike but he admits that they had the meeting before and they did nothing from it so sometimes you know even the students the strike even when you they're not striking you get out of school there are no jobs for you one of the dumbest stuff that I think the minister said was when they asked him, you, do you guys not care because you guys send all your kids abroad? And he was like, ah, that's not fair. Does anybody ask the, the minister of health if, because his um, family is not in the government hospitals, she doesn't care about the, the hospitals? Like, what sort of dumb, dumb type of statement is that? So it's just a whole bunch of uh, crap going on everywhere. So, so Bar- is back. I don't know if that makes anything better but at this. He's back. Let's see probably Let's see how
0: not. it goes and apparently the only school that is being affected by this actual strike I, I mean apart from the private schools are um, University of Villai because some girl in my church she goes to Union Loruri and when I was trying to talk to her about what she was gonna do during the strike she's like oh yeah they're not affected because apparently that's why a lot of people try to get into University of Villai because they're guaranteed that, you know... I guess they're not well, part... The yeah, staff are not no, part of the union. The staff union. are not part of the union. So, you mm. know, everybody who goes to University of Illinois is still okay, still doing their thing, you know. But it's kind of sad that... Um, of course, on one hand, the professors want what they are owed or what they should be paid. I'm sure, like, definitely, it's not like they feel good about keeping students out of school for a long time, do you get what I'm saying? But if that's the only way that they can... They feel like they can um be heard i figure that's why they're going that route. it's just very sad you know because these students waste they're they're gonna take depending on how long it goes i mean the last one was like forever you know that's a year of someone's life just wasted like
1: i said this the education quality is poor anyway when they get out what jobs are there and they're not compounded with now making it longer than it needs to be even the president himself he can't stay in the country for healthcare, right? He has to travel, and that time he said, oh, "I'm not coming back till my doctors say I'm I'm okay." Why? What, if everything is fine and the country is running, why isn't he in Nigerian using Nigerian hospital, using Nigerian doctors? But him is in London. They're and, coming and be talking it's kind of
0: sad because once upon a time, Nigerians' education was top notch. Like you know, the people in this um international criminal justice, what's the court that? Try people for like all the crap that they do in their country. There are two people there two of the judges who actually schooled in nigeria went through the nigerian bar system and everything so it's very sad to see that nigeria i think nigeria just continues to fall forehand for those of you who don't know what that means it means they just continue to you know like go from grace to grass nigeria used to be so good in a lot of things and then all of a sudden they they're just crap like a lot of people in other countries came here to school they went to oau or that's Obafemi femi university you know they came to our um, they read law here. They would go through the bar system so that they would be employed in international. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of
1: sad. Uh, uh, and the way Nigeria goes is like it's that same. way say niggas are gonna nig. It's just Nigeria is gonna Nigeria. So, you know, uh, that's the run there. Anyway, what so what have you been up to this week?
0: Um, ironically, I haven't been up too much. I I reached the final stages of some um, SME twenty five. <laughs> That's really good. as a good person at work I yeah. wasn't watching shows that's good yeah thanks and um yesterday I went to the beach it was really good um but yeah nothing eventful happened this week At least nothing that I can remember yeah. you guys so makes a mean ass mojito just by the way he made some yesterday and he made some today so yeah what have you been up to yeah anyway
1: so I decided to get off social media for for the week so last week from last week Sunday I mean, of the Instagram, the Twitter, the Snapchat. So I just decided, to, like, you know, go cold turkey. And actually, the, my motivation from was actually from church. Yes, I go to church. <laughs> and the and, uh, and the pastor started a new series, um, Seven Commandments of um, Seven Commandments of um, for the foolish, right? Mm-hmm. And the first was um, Thou shall not think, right? And you know, obviously, went into um, you are what you think and stuff like that. And obviously, what you think about are the things that you consume, right? So another thing people say about dreams, right? Your dreams are your subconscious reliving your day. So when in your dreams, you're dreaming about stupid stuff, it means that in your day, you're not actually thinking about constructive stuff, or if not, when you're sleeping and stuff like that, you begin to try to figure and solve this kind of stuff. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to go to Turkey. This is not to say all social media is bad per se, because to be honest, I got a lot of my news from Twitter. So on Twitter, I, say I follow like the New York Times, The Economist, and you know, the Washington Post. So I get like a lot of my information. From, from Twitter. Instagram, that's for the ratchet. Nobody is looking for information there. Yo. It's for like pictures and stuff like that. So. You guys,
0: I'm just going to chip in here and say I'm so offended. Because when So said he was going off social media, I kept asking him why and he kept saying, no, it's just a decision I made. So for me to find out on this here podcast with the rest of you that he went cold turkey because it's mm-hmm. something here in church,
1: yeah she was being offensive she was being annoying so i just said that i was
0: a bit annoyed i kept asking so, so him I'm like no nope like so it's actually gave me you know honestly like anyway you know just whatever man yeah
1: like, but, my, but it's been good like it's just different like instead of like um going through social media like it's like reading the book, I'm reading I'm reading the mark I'm Gladwell, I'm tipping point points and it's just it's like it's good like you just find out that I actually don't need all that stuff. so it's not like I'm gonna go quote okay I think I'm gonna do it again next week. but I think what is gonna happen when I get back to it I'm gonna I think something like you do, although you say you do it by seeing your phone all the time where you only check your social media three times a day. Like in the morning, maybe sometime noon and one time at night. Yes,
0: I do it three times a day. But the, I'm on my phone all the time that does not mean I'm on social media. Every, every, every I,
1: time I see you, I watch an Instagram story. I'm either so I reply, story. Yeah, on the
0: weekends, it's different. Because uh. I'm waiting for Sos to get his life together. And then the only thing I can do is like go on Instagram. But during the weekdays, I'm on Instagram three times a day. 6 a.m., 12 p.m., 6 p.m. If I miss your shit during that time, then I'm sorry. And if you actually follow me, you realize that those are the three times I actually put posts up on instagram if i'm putting a post up it's around 6 a.m 12 p.m or 6 p.m i don't ain't nobody got time for that um but yeah on the weekend it's totally different because i might be bored and or i'm waiting for sos to you know get ready or something Then yeah, on instagram but yeah so it's good you know we're proud of sos and sos is like a twitter bandit he's always on twitter so you know i was proud of him getting off twitter so that was you know that was legit good we're proud of you sos something i did learn on social media is that there are only four passport colors in the world and there are actually reasons why they are so there's red there's What's blue they
1: that's all they
0: there's red there's blue there's green and there's black on the rare occasion so apparently red is for like um people who have history with um the communist system or are still running a communist system so that that's like countries like slovenia china serbia russia and also members of the European Union, except for um, Bolivia, Colombia, and the rest. Then for the blue, the blue symbolizes the New World Order. So like 15 Caribbean countries have them, and then of course America... Supposedly,
1: right, this, this is not like set in stone. Yeah, this is not set in stone, no stone, but it's really held
0: something that they've noticed among the countries that have it. And then for the green passports like the nigerians apparently most muslim countries have green passports
1: i think as is because of ecowas
0: yeah well it says morocco saudi arabia and pakistan because it's considered to be the favorite color of the prophet muhammad it also says that for the other countries it symbolizes that they belong to the ecowas um country so that's the just in case you don't know the ecowas means the economic community of west african states then, the rarest of them all um, is the black passport. So, this is found among citizens of some African countries like Botswana, Zambia, Burundi, Gabon, Angola, Malawi, Congo, and Chad. Also, citizens of New Zealand have black passports because black is the country's national color. So, it's kind of interesting to see that even Aside from the fact that everyone keeps shouting about racism or how some countries feel like they're better than other countries Even your passports have kind of already divided you into where They feel you should be Are you part of a muslim country? Are you part of the new world order? Are you part of the communist country? You know, so Of course, it doesn't mean that you're because you're a communist country. Your passport is red It could be a variation of red like burgundy or maroon or whatever but it was interesting to note and I saw that off Twitter, so sometimes, you know, social media is not that bad. But it really piqued my interest because I had never thought about it in that way. I just grew up having a green passport and I just thought, you know. Yeah, it's
1: like, my name really thought about, you know, passport colors and, you know, what they are and the other four of them. Obviously, this gets are like, kind of guessing of what these colors mean because the US, um, their passport was, never, was not, always blue. I think it became blue in like 1976 or something like that. So obviously, that whole new world, all that stuff, might not jive since they changed it to. Maybe yeah, they
0: changed to blue because they thought they were the leaders of the new world. No, so
1: you know, the end
0: of the free nah. and
1: whatnot. No, nah, that's what I'm saying. If they wanted to go with that, they'd have been blue from the beginning. They changed the blue. So all I'm just saying. But it's, it's it's just interesting to know that there are four typical colors, and you know, and obviously, everywhere, ev- there are few agencies that actually print passports. So obviously, it's a controlled system so the colors and kind of stuff is gonna be kind of you know not atypical. so you're not going to pick a random color so it makes sense that you know it's kind of these four basic colors that kind of make what passports are and just an interesting tidbit that you know i don't think too much people think about it just know you have a green body you don't really think of why it's green and stuff like that and what the variation is and I guess most, most prayer is to get a blue passport or whatever or a maroon passport yeah, that's for
0: England yeah. but I, even though there's no like um, statistics to show that this is true it's kind of funny how it kind of merges it kind of um coincides if that's the word to use with what the countries actually represent i mean england was very communist you know the whole european union the river that's why you said right that the red no that's, see, see,
1: that's that's why i'm saying that you can you have to read this stuff carefully england is no coming the whole war england is definitely not in the communist, communist so we were
0: kind of supporting them
1: though no, no. communist is the old soviet union those are the states the, the um now well, that's the eu now with the eu coming together then most of them switch to the to the red um, burgundy whatever colour so nobody equates England and um communism together. And that's two different uh two different things, very far apart. You can't put even people have been saying that with the when Brexit happens will the um UK change their passports right to a different colour. You know 'cause there'sn't some states that are not in the EU yet and change their passport to uh, the red color in anticipation of getting into the eu so it's a different but it's, as i said it's just a neat fact to think about and just like okay wow they're like four typical colors there's no country with a pink passport or anything like that right that's funny though if i, if I knowing this fact now if i was like in the nigerian government that just go and pick up a, a funky color and make that our passport obviously you can tell that we are green because we are tied to ECOWAS Obviously some conspiracy theory now will be like, you know, it's the Muslim thing that's actually, that's why we are green and most Nigerians can be spread, wow, you know, this is happening because, you know, we're a Muslim country and it can cause some kind of strife. So it's interesting how different things are and how symbolic they can be and if people want to make trouble from symbolisms, it's really something that they can uh, do.
0: Actually for Nigeria it says that in our own case it's because we belong to the ECOWAS community. You yeah, know, yeah. because so for the Muslims it's actually it actually just refers to Morocco, Saudi Arabia and Pakistan. I get it, but Nigeria I'm saying that if I'm actually, saying that
1: if somebody wants to be a conspiracy theorist, they can come and say, Look, actually the reason why it's green is because of the Islam part and cause trouble that way. But I'm just trying to say that symbolisms and stuff like that can be very interesting. It's just like you just all of a sudden trying to pick england with communism tiny to a red passport when it has nothing to do with that
0: i feel like because england is always at the forefront acting like they are holier than thou but when you dig into history you realize how they supported quite a bit of crap that happened around the world you know under g even if sometimes they were trying to act like they were um having peace deals and whatever so just because something isn't seen as what they truly are obviously it doesn't mean that um they were not involved but whatever england isn't generally known as a communist society so we'll just leave it as that yeah I mean, obviously but with communism symbolism, has been shown
1: to fail every place that communism has failed
0: but with symbolism so, i mean like people kind of just try to sometimes you wonder if symbolism is um tied to stereotypes because sometimes people also like to cry wolf and just link things to you know their color or whatever it is for instance recently Halle Berry has been in the news talking about how when she was in school this or that happened you know it was hard for her as a black woman but it's funny because a lot of people who went to school with her have come out to shut her down and say that she's just trying to play the black card and act like things were difficult for her surprisingly Halle Berry was voted like Um, prom queen, even though she says that things were very hard, and a lot of people actually voted for her. In fact, a lot of people who were complaining on Facebook were are uh, white not we're white they're still white they're white and they're like they remember how everyone wanted to be friends with her or ev- all the guys wanted to date her because they just all thought she was pretty but now when you listen to Halle Berry's um, interviews and apparently this is not the first time she makes it seem like she had such a difficult time in school because of the color of her skin so it just makes you wonder if sometimes people just cry of course we know racism still exists you know like Kanye says racism is still alive they just be concealing it but it just makes you wonder you know why and if sometimes people are actually just trying to make it seem like or trying to tell that story that makes it seem like they went through the odds to to get to where they are there's nothing wrong if you weren't like um discriminated against so
1: the the african-american experience is very unique right so i very even as when i was an african in living in America, I n- never could put, quite put myself in that place because it's a very, very unique experience. So, you know, is she lying? Is she not lying? Were they racist? I mean, they can't tell somebody what they feel. If you had a black person and you feel somebody looking at you one kind of way and you feel something, I can't tell not to feel something based on the um, African-American um, story in America. But this is what I'll say, right? So Halle Berry has been a celebrity since, um, since 1989, right? And Facebook was, what, 2004? And everybody knows in Hollywood the way it worked, at least before Facebook and social media became big, all these agents and artists or whatever it is, they were able to you know, make a narrative, maybe not even true, but they make a story and the agents say, no, this is how we're going to push you out there. They change their name sometimes with their real name, their movie name, because they say... Audiences would prefer this so then as an as an agent or a publicist you're able to carefully you know scope and craft your artists um, actress actors image but now all that is all out of the way and it looks like whoever is holding or working for Halle Berry hasn't let her know look there's Facebook now social media all these people can reach you in a second so even if you had that you're in that small town somewhere where back in the day they could never get there, never find the full story. Now you have to like Facebook, where everybody you went to high school with can go on Instagram and say, no, that didn't happen and stuff like that. So she's just, you know, she just has to adjust knowing that, look, you can't get away with all that stuff now where people are able to craft the this, this storyline for you and the image you want to put out there. There are too many people now that have a voice. They can say, no, that didn't happen and stuff like that. So I just think she does need to get, you know, up to speed with what's going on now because it's not the way it was like I said, she just she's old school and she just doesn't know that things have changed people can check you now they can reach you i
0: mean like it's just kind of funny because then you're wondering did a million and one people of course it wasn't a million and one people but are a million and one people ganging up against her because you have people saying things like bullshit. she was in my art class at bedford high school i talked to her every day she was a cheerleader too and she was treated like a queen i always had respect for her until now and that seems to be like a recurring line about how they all loved her then but now that she you know they're hearing her interviews they're like what the hell is going on someone even said you know she's been given the same interview for 10 years and i can't like so said 10 years ago obviously there was no social media for everybody's comments and be like this girl is lying you know that kind of thing but now that everybody has access to social media and they know everyone is reading their shit everyone is calling her out and saying she just wants people to feel sorry for her she's just lying yeah. she's trying to sell a story or trying to sell how um she fought against the odds to become you yeah. know so who you, have, she you is. have to remember
1: that's what i'm saying you have to remember her narrative right when she's the first african-american actress to win an oscar right and the only one, I think, that anybody has won after her. And obviously, her speech then was about equality, right? About women of color getting a chance mm-hmm. and how she had to... So that's a story that she's been building. That's a narrative she has built her career on. It's just that unfortunately now, or fortunately, that people that are out there that can check her now because of social media is not... That's, that's the bad and good of social media because back in the day, a lot of all these our stars and uh, so, there was a lot of mystique about them. We didn't know anything about them apart from what was put out to us. That's why we thought some of them were devils and stuff like that because all it was was a carefully drafted image that's why i don't like beyonce because beyonce is still a lot of old school her image is still very controlled we really don't know what the truth is like some people say this whole 444 and lemonade could just be production they are probably laughing somewhere yeah we sold these guys a build of goods that we're cheating on each other and reconciliation or whatever so we still don't know why a lot of our artists these days we talk to them on social media you know they reply back to us we see what they're doing we see how they're living. In a way, the mystique is gone from them, right? Which is good or bad? Just depends on um, the divide you fall on. Do you like that mystique where you know very little about them and they're like idols, or do you like the one where is that they're like your homeboy around the corner and you can relate to them in that way? And Halle Berry is just old school and she hasn't caught up yet.
0: I mean, it's kind of funny because Halle Berry has had like how many husbands right now? It seems like she just can't catch a break in the marriage department i mean great actress beautiful woman i yeah. mean how long was she topping the charts as the most beautiful woman in the world
1: it was actually a, a verb right haliberry fine
0: yeah exactly like everybody wanted to be as pretty as Berry. i remember when i was young and i just kept thinking yo haliberry was the um
1: let's say the finer they are the they are. Huh? yeah
0: exactly and i agree I, as a woman and i remember like someone once said that as fine as haliberry is someone is tired of her shit. You know big, like the person was pretty ch- much trying to say that just because you're a woman doesn't mean that everything is going to go great i mean when she's there breaking up with everyone and getting divorces right but and like partly
1: with the first one like just eric benet, Everybody, oh, eric that, that, benet is fine. yeah but apparently he was uh, obviously he, he admitted it was he cheated on her and stuff like mm-hmm. that and there was also allegations of um abuse so I'm, I'm not gonna blame her for that but obviously you know it's tough anyway i don't know Like i don't speak on it <laughs>
0: But it's kind of funny because then you wonder would she have lasted longer if she didn't marry these men? Because there's some school of thought that think that people stay together longer when they're dating and then when they get married, things just seem to fall apart. I mean, even Oprah Winfrey seems to believe that if she marries her her boyfriend, he's too young to be called boyfriend, but yeah, if she marries Steadman, things uh, would change because partner. marriage, yeah, because marriage requires you to be a certain way. In fact, her exact words were that nobody believes it but it's true the only time i brought it up was when i said to steadman what would have happened if we had actually gotten married and the answer is we wouldn't be together we would not have stayed together because marriage requires a different way of being in this world his interpretation of what it means to be a husband and what it would mean for me to be a wife would have been pretty traditional and i would not have been able to fit into that live life on your own terms
1: and it makes a lot of sense, right? Because, you know, dating, being partners, and actually being married, it's a whole different ballgame. That's like you said earlier, that's why some people, they date for a long time, they get married and two years, you know, they're divorced or whatever, right? And it's because of people's belief, regardless of how new age they are, there's still this stereotypical norm of what marriage is the man and the woman, and the kind of roles that society has placed on them or what a woman should do and what a man should do, um, a woman being more submissive to her husband and stuff. So someone like Oprah, she ain't gonna be submissive to um, Steadman in that way, right? And probably Steadman as a guy, which is his point, like if they were married, there are some things that going on that he probably wouldn't be able to sit well with him if they were married. Now they are dating, he can look at her and she's not really my wife per se, so it is more agreeable to live that way. But if they were to get married and based on the values that I think he has as a traditional man, being the male provider, head of the household type of stuff, it probably wouldn't have worked. And, and she's saying, I probably wouldn't have fit that mold, so it's good that we're this way together because if I try to fit the mold of what he believes a wife should be, we won't be together
0: you know what what's your definition of being submissive because i feel like people always say oh she probably can't be submissive but i feel like that's because people expect that submissive just means be following like a sheep be looking like a mugu you know that kind of thing like what's your definition of being submissive i, I, I feel like when bible said be submissive it didn't mean like don't say what you feel or say what you think, or have an opinion.
1: I'm not bringing religion into this. This is, I'm I'm reading... That's
0: why people think that they should be submissive, right? Because religion says be submissive.
1: That's fine, but I'm not bringing religion into this. I'm reading in between the lines. And based on that comment, is what Steadman believes what the roles of both of them in a marriage will be. And I'm reading between the lines that he rules, his belief is the, the traditional role. And in traditional role is her being submissive in the marriage. This hasn't the word I, I believe religion is. I'm saying that's what he expected as tra- in in the traditional sense. But you're and it's not into in that his fit into opera.
0: We cannot continue to move between one thought or the other because sometimes we're talking about something and so says i'm not going to try and read between the lines he doesn't want to read the between the lines when it suits him but when it's you know but when he feels like reading in between the lines then he reads in between the lines no you always say we shouldn't read in between lines.
1: Okay, you tell me no, what he meant now. I've, try, I've no. told you what he See, meant. See,
0: the thing. I'm not going to try and be in his mind and try and figure out no, what no, he meant. No, no, what because, are we talking about here the then? here's the thing. No, here's the thing. Like they always say, people's marriages are not the same. What, a, what you expect from your wife is not what... Mr B explained Tell me what
1: she word. meant then so explain see, all to me what she
0: said was that his interpretation of what it means to be a husband and that's what she said his interpretation if he meant if she meant like a general interpretation should have said you know what is generally expected she said his interpretation that's my point now that, but you can't decide that his interpretation uh, uh-huh. means that it that, should be that
1: that that is my point that I'm allowed to make whatever observations so wait, or, at, in, or inference I want to make that's, that's you, the the point, point. you, no, you tell me what your you tell me what your own is
0: make how come we're allowed you are allowed to make inferences when it suits you but in other cases you're like no we're taking it for what it is we're not going to assume what the person is trying to say you guys that sound like so right now so it's really like this is the information that we're provided. we're not going to try and figure out like what the person was thinking we're taking it as it is do you have
1: you know, do you, do you have an, do you have an opinion on it or my not my
0: point is if, that if you have yes, one let us know marriage, So what, did, what, did, oh my,
1: what no think my, you what you're getting out here my,
0: I Think she was trying to say that whatever it is that he wants from his wife, I'm not here to figure out what it is that he expects his wife to do, but whatever it is that he expects from his wife, she's not down to do that. It doesn't mean like maybe he was talking about submission, maybe it's that he expects his wife to, you know, um, stand on her head each time or while they're doing something. It
1: you doesn't, you, you, just you can go, yeah, it's
0: submission.
1: Fine, you can go and be having this vague, um.
0: I'm saying vague, no. Vague, vague, no. Um,
1: vague conservation. It's
0: not about having a big conservation.
1: Vague. What was it? Well, not All know. I'm
0: saying, no, no. All I'm saying is, if we're gonna be one person on this podcast, then let's stick to it. You cannot decide that you want to go into somebody's mind on one certain topic, and then on another on another called, topic, you decide it's, it's that no, called, it's called
1: I want habit. to
0: be. Mr. Steadman and tell you guys that this is what Mr. Stedman is it's, saying. It's he called, doesn't work that way It's,
1: it's called having very wishy-washy. It's called have, having nuance uh, and, and, you, and reading. And
0: you know what's funny you guys, I can guarantee you that on this same podcast, Sus is going to say something about, please, we're not in his mind. Let's not try and assume on I, a different topic. If you want to
1: discuss this, let's discuss it. i I I, I, saying, I, I, I don't get look, what we're doing now. Um, look, this, is, this is becoming we're using something else.
0: Oprah as a lead way into a conversation and it's true some people's marriages are not the traditional marriages some people's marriages are quite new school and some people like the whole submission thing some people are not into it some people like their wives to do certain things that their wives are not interested in but another wife would probably be very okay doing it you get what i'm saying some men are okay with their wives not cooking they don't care while some men believe that if not for anything even if their wife doesn't know how to clean or do anything she should be able to cook Some men believe that I can cook for myself my wife should be able to clean so I'm saying that people's marriages are different you know and that's the point like you said earlier before you said assuming what Stedman's interpretation of a marriage is sometimes people let things go because they're not married but then once it's like what's her name the Kardashian girl um Courtney. She's been with Scott Disick forever. Well, till he became a cheat, you know. But she always said that the reason why she wasn't going to get married to him was because things would change and things would probably be different. Doesn't mean that Scott doesn't want her to be, like, submissive. I'm sure that's not what she said. It just means that maybe there are things that she feels like she would have to do and she she can't do, like, if if she's married to him. So she feels like them being partners works out. And I'll give another example. Like, my boss, her partner has proposed to her, but she's not ready to marry him and my boss is actually quite submissive to her partner but she just feels like they're okay being partners and there are things like she might not want to do that she would have to do if she's married it might be having to deal with in-laws it might be having to you know care more than she cares right now but that's just the way it is Yes, you have to be a certain way when you're married, but I don't feel like everybody's marriage has to do with them being submissive or whatever. You know, it could be something different. That's just how I feel.
1: Now that you have said how you feel and you've made your nebulous points, I'm going to say what I said again. I read that quote and my inference on it was this. Oprah was saying with their partnership that they have going on now, if they got married, and what Stedman's idea of a marriage would be And what her role would be in the marriage, which I assume he has a traditional sense of marriage where his wife would be submissive and stuff and he's the head honed through and in charge and that kind of relationship dynamics that in that kind of expectation it probably wouldn't have worked and it would have been over with them in that relationship but since they have this different kind of relationship where he doesn't have to impose that standard on her, they've been together for this long, there are, there are different reasons and different people's expectations of their marriages, and but to me, reading that and uh, reading between the lines, I believe that's what uh, Oprah was referring to, and it's just my opinion. Take it, leave it. If you feel it's something different, that is fine. That's what I said. I mean,
0: Another married woman who seems to be I'm not gonna call her crazy because I don't really know what's going on with her but Kim Kardashian made a couple of comments last week and there were so many things that sounded crazy to me first of all Kim Kardashian is married to a black man and she has two biracial kids yet Kim Kardashian says that she's a bit naive when it comes to racism I did not get that Obviously, I'm not as good as reading in between the lines like so So maybe source can read in between the lines about what she means by she's naive about racism.
1: Okay, let me help you out here since I'm the one asked to do this and um, let you know what is in between the lines. It's, it's essentially it. Kim K, she lives in a world where this is not her reality, racism and stuff. She's somewhere in Calabasas, you know, living her life from cameras around her, going to stores, hopping on private jets. Everybody public outtelling to her um, every need. Her husband is black, and everybody knows Kanye's ego and what it, and what is and what it's like. So she doesn't live in that world and reality, and probably doesn't have anybody to check her. If somebody like Chloe said the same thing, it'd be a little bit different because for some reason I believe Chloe is more woke and more real than the rest of them. So, but Kim, you know, she I don't know, she just. She should know better, you would hope, you know, she you said, you know, she has mother of two black kids and that's going to be their reality, but she doesn't live in that world and obviously by the time people put the heat on her, you know, she, um, you know, she, she fell, she fell all the way, all the way back and I'm just going to go back the whole expectation of the marriage and all that kind of stuff, right? I'm dragging it back. It's like this, you can be dating someone, right? And the person has a temper or it's just like wishy-washy and other kind of stuff or imagine this um somebody that when you guys fight you know she sucks so much like two three days she doesn't talk to you or whatever it is and it's fine in a relationship after that you get together but in a marriage i imagine you're living with that person and guys in the same house and two three days she's not talking to you that is like uh uh, that's like murder you can't you can't live that you can't live that way obviously it's gonna end but if it's in a relationship she's sucking in the house you call on the phone talk blah 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 and you guys can sojourn and keep on dating but in a marriage that's a whole different kind of hell right so that's a whole different thing but anyway back to kim k and um, stuff like i said this is just not her reality sometimes it's bad to keep your mouth shut on what you don't know i have no idea why she act- she's actually keeping for this guy so much I guess she's just trying to sell her makeup line or whatever. That's actually going to try and get into
0: her mind? Seeing as you're a genius, you're getting into people's minds. I've told you exactly
1: what's in her mind. But
0: you just said, I don't know why she would. So, you know, I would figure that you would know exactly why she would. Anyway, I think another thing is that Kim was very silly in trying to compare her past with a sex tape with someone else's racist past. I felt like that was what also made social media, like, go crazy. So, of course things change and people change. So someone who was, well, I don't know sure, but she's trying to claim that someone who was racist before could change and, you know. The problems is um, And that then she said she hates it when people bring up her past, her past being the sex tape. So she can understand why um, Jeffrey Starr, who was, who had apparently said racist stuff in the past, would feel about people bringing up his past because she's like you know everyone deserves it another chance and everything and she believes that she deserves another chance so why can't everyone give the guy another chance and you know take him for who he is now i feel like people were upset because they couldn't understand why she was comparing a sex tape with someone who has a racist past
1: Number one, like I said before, she didn't know better. She she never heard the guy's comments. She didn't know what he said about even in apologies, she said she was she wasn't aware of what she said. So like I said she just jumped out the window, defending him, making a false equivalency between her sex tape and his racism remark, which she probably hadn't heard yet. And obviously once she at least her followers got on him and she she got back on them and she now found exactly what she said she had to you know fall back on it it's just you know as i said she just jumped out of the window not knowing so much about stuff and that's why sometimes people say they want celebrities to be role models or they want celebrities to speak out about certain stuff i don't need everybody speaking out unless you're well informed unless you're well educated about whatever issue it is i don't need you jumping out of the window with it let's the more knowledgeable or experts in that field talk it's like um this guy's joke um what's his name dave Chappelle with um, um jarro where it says, like CNN will call Ja Rule and, you know, Ja Rule, what do you think about um, racial injustice? What the hell do I don't care what Ja Rule has to say about racial injustice, right? Stop worshiping celebrities so much. Just don't, just don't pay attention.
0: I remember right around September 11th, uh, Ja Rule was on MTV. That's what they say. Said. They
1: said, we got Ja Rule on the phone. Let's see what Ja's thoughts are on this tragedy.
0: Who gives a fuck what Ja Rule thinks at a time like this, nigga? This is ridiculous. I don't want to dance I'm
1: scared to death so it's just that way sometimes you know this celebrities need to know when to shut up and when to speak out
0: um so I'm just gonna disagree on one thing where he said that she figured out like what she what he had said or you said he had she hadn't heard what he said right and then she apologized again but however on the link where I read everything which, which was Bella ninja she said I want to make one last thing clear I do not defend people that are racist and I'm very against it. But if someone claims that they have changed, I would love to give them the benefit of the doubt. And I pray to God that they do change for the sake of my children and my friends. So I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. But I do not support people that are racist. And that's why I so appreciate that he apologized and was really honest about the things he said in the past. That does not sound to me like someone who had not heard what he said what mr star said so you know in in um what's the call in relation to you saying that she had probably never heard what he said that apology or her remarks that sounded like she had decided that you know what he said he's changed he said he's changed so she's giving him another chance you think, she wrote,
1: she, you think she wrote all that stuff I, I, cra- uh, I don't give craft- a
0: shit but cra- that. whether her publicist said it or not my point publicist is saying it based on something she's gonna stand mm-hmm. by right ma- ma- so i'm ma- saying let's not imagine that she has not heard what he had said or whatever i mean i'm so over this whole i'm trying to imagine something for someone or decide that they haven't said this or watched this or done this i mean like at the end of the day, the same people who come on this podcast and say someone should have known better so she should have known better than coming out to defend someone who had said something racist, right?
1: You know, there's, there's one thing to listen so you can understand someone. And there's one thing to listen so you can respond. We have to listen to each other so we can respond. Uh, not, 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 sorry, Not so we can respond. Congratulations. You played yourself. And so team. we can
0: re- No, because that's no. what source really means. SOS means so that we can
1: respond. You guys,
0: let me tell you something about source. If something is not going how source wants it to go, it is a problem. So if you have not made a remark that source thinks that you should make or made this podcast in a direction that source thinks he should go, source has a serious problem. you know words, well, source does not think that you should think for yourself in this podcast or be against him in this podcast. But yes, that's just all I have to say. But yes, let's all listen so we can respond, not so that we can understand.
1: Anyway. Carry on. What's the next topic?
0: Um. So yeah, you know, good luck to Kim K and her crew. There was something strange that happened this week and I remember asking myself if I would return it because I actually used Diamond Bank and I was wondering why Diamond Bank did not make the mistake with my own account. So there was a Twitter user at... Ray energy Apparently diamond bank had mistakenly transferred 7.3 million To him and this guy actually tweeted at diamond bank. I said there diamond bank exactly at this time yesterday 7.3 million and 10,000 was transferred to my account and then you know diamond bank is like Thank you for letting us know. We reverted the exchange so of course, people are like, oh my god, you're so honest, you're so this, you're so that. Of course, there are some people who were like, in this Nigerian economy, you actually returned money, yada yada yada. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, would I have actually returned the money? You know. But 7.3 is a lot of money. And I mean, I, I know myself, I've been scared. And as much as I like to act like, you know, I don't care about a lot of things. I remember there was a time where someone my dad transferred money to me and i legit thought it was a mistake because i'm like there's no way like this money should be for me you know so i actually called this guy up immediately and i'm like i think you mistakenly transferred money to me so even as much as i thought yo i wouldn't have returned the money i actually know myself and have been too scared or too worried that you know the cops would have been at my door maybe a week after asking me for like the money but you know somewhere like they would have been on the next ticket out and started a new life when you think about what the foreign exchange is right now, you know seven point three probably doesn't even amount to much anymore. I mean, what would you have done? Would you have returned the money?
1: Let's see. This is the way I look at it. Number one, why is this guy tweeting this stuff? Like everybody wants credit for doing the the right things. Like that Chris Rock joke when the guy said, "I take care of my kids." Nigga, you're supposed to take care of your kids. Oh, I'm not in jail. You're not supposed to be in jail. Pod, pod,
0: pod, pod, pod. Damn, man. You know what the worst thing about niggas? Niggas always want some credit for some shit they supposed to do. For some shit they just supposed to do. A nigga will brag about some shit a normal man just does. A nigga will say some shit like, I take care of my kids. You're supposedly a dumb motherfucker. What you talking about? What you bragging about? What kind of ignorant shit is that? I ain't never been to jail. What, you want a cookie? You're not supposed to go to jail, you
1: low expectation, ever, motherfucker! Money that's not, in your, that's not for you, transfer to your account, call your bank up and tell them they made a mistake and send it back. The guy even now has to pin it at the top of his, um, of his Twitter handle. So, I, so obviously, he's looking for some kind of praise or something. Please, you did what you're supposed to do. Even if you didn't return that money back, they're going to come for you anyway. Midly, he's going to be noticed. That it was illegally transferred to you and get that money back. And if you spend it, they're gonna get you. Obviously, if it's somebody like, uh, maybe this, he'll never see this money in his whole, in his whole life. Okay, what's he gonna do? Go to the bank and withdraw 7.3 million and run away with it? Or well, how much does he think he's gonna withdraw from an 80 and from an ATM machine before before it's found out? so uh, I'm, I'm not all this self-gratulation uh, um, for doing the I right c- thing probably,
0: i really can't fault the guy for tweeting at diamond bank because sometimes you try to call some of these institutions and you can't reach them or whatever i'll give an example two weeks ago uber kind of pissed me off and i knew that if i had called the uber um helpline i'd have got transferred from one person to the other To Udo. so i ended up tweeting at them and I'm like yo you guys ain't shit you know And of course, they replied me, and even though they didn't reply me in the way that I wanted to, the point is, so is somebody now going to call me out and say, why did I tweet at them? Why didn't they just call? Why didn't I just call? And I've actually seen that quite a lot of people actually tweet at like banks and organizations, you know, when they want to say something or when they want to complain because trust me, I've been at the end of a call to a bank. It is not funny. I've actually found myself um so you know how sometimes they say press one for this press two for that yada yada yeah i've actually found myself pressing a number for another um complaint just because i know i'm going to speak to customer care and i don't want to be speaking to a computer or something and nowadays all these banks in nigeria because they're trying to do the whole um easy peasy life sometimes you might not even get to speak to a customer service agent so yeah, he did what he's meant to do, but I'm not gonna fault him for tweeting at why? Diamond Bank. Why did they, the pi- they, they pin it? All the guys probably thinking, please, so me, i will not waste my, you know, like kind of like what we discussed last. Week. The guys probably thinking, so I'm not gonna, I will not waste my credit calling this stupid bank and be put on hold. I mean, I'm lucky in the sense that I have an official line, so I can use my official line to call like all these banks and I can be put on hold forever but think about somebody else who cannot afford you know the credit why or did whatever. he why did he pin it of course, I, that's what i said i'm not going to fault him too much whatever he pinned it is his own business but you went off the bat asking saying why did he have to tweet at them or whatever and i'm just gonna i, I was I just saying that i won't fault him too much for tweeting at them now him pinning it is just another you know argument it's like
1: this um what's his, what's the name of that guy with them um, babago uh, they pick up the gold i decorate gold i think that's the scenario everybody's praying for i return the money back i know everybody has seen the music video the guy forgets the suitcase full of money he's the driver he sees the money he takes it to the guy so after he gives the guy the money the guy now gives him back the suitcase and say take and he's happy or oh, the money is now mine please don't know how the world works it's not your money you give it back and you go that's it not i'm sure the guy's hoping um what bank is this? It's a Diamond Bank uh-huh. tweets him back and said, Oh, keep the money, you're such a good guy. Or take one million, you're such a good guy. Please, not your money, you know, you don't need any celebrating, you're doing the right thing. It should be a norm. The money you got your cards, not yours, sending the way, not your app. Okay, I buy what you're saying. is You're right, a lot of times the best way to reach all these companies is to tweet at them and kind of shame them into responding to you or fixing. Um, whatever issues you have with them but him pinning it and all the congrats all the self congratulation he was giving himself all over twitter to me it's like um, why they say that stuff when you do something and you start thinking and praising yourself all the blessings you're supposed to get from it goes away anyway and it's funny
0: because it's the same vein, even though he did the right thing you still have as usual the nigerians were insulting him and asking him if he has any sense and that as they transfer the money back when they charge him stamp duty so even his small money that he has in his account self they will still debit from that but you know whatever like i guess in this um in these times where people are getting rewards for return you know you see all these cleaners at the airport who apparently return dollars that they found and then they give them you know more money than they ever imagined i suppose like you gotta shoot your shots if somebody's going to give you money you know you open it there and tweet so that everyone i mean like things are really hard so everyone is just trying their luck and trying to figure out like how they can make it so but like i said he probably tweeted at them because he was not about to waste his small credits calling them now pinning it phew, I, I don't really and it's dumb
1: it. because people Oh, what are you going to do with the money are you going to be able to withdraw 7.3 million and run away with it there's a limit on how much you can withdraw from an atm if obviously not going to go to the bank and withdraw over over 1 million you have to start feeling forms and they'll find out so you know as much as people are calling him stupid practically there's not much he could have taken out of that money and then and when if it's like 300 000 500 000 he took out did i found out and how to pay that money back because you could, could actually go to jail you you're supposed to report um if money has been transferred to you and it's not yours He's supposed to report that so he did the right thing and that's it all those ones saying Mu-mu, blah 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 they don't understand what they're doing and if you have to them they'll just find themselves in jail
0: but yeah well done you know don't worry your reward is <laughs> in heaven and it's you never know like all these things are boomerang effects one day one day you know good come your way so don't think about like people insulting you or making fun of you <laughs> so now to our joro pick of the week if you're joining us for the first time we use joro is our nigerian love doctor and psychologist people send him emails talking about their problems you know hoping that one he will help them and two in the comment section on instagram they also find like a solution to their problems so the topic of this week's email is my boss left with my daughter sorry it's wrong i'm a degree holder but unfortunately i couldn't find my dream job so i ended up as a company driver i'm very smart and god has blessed me with extremely good looks I had girls all over me when I was in university even though I was dating. I married my university sweetheart and we have a 19 year old beautiful girl. My daughter looks just like me. She is my heartbeat. She is intelligent and in her second year of university now. I started having issues at work as my top bosses who were women were always trying to get me to sleep with them in exchange for promotion at work. I love my wife. I can't cheat on her. Fortunately or unfortunately, I was assigned to a man. He was a good man. I enjoyed working for him. A month ago, my daughter needed money urgently and I had no option but to go and see her and give her the money. I was supposed to drive my boss to work that morning, but as kind-hearted as he was, he allowed me to drive with him to my daughter's school before I dropped him at work. When my daughter came out, I saw my boss's mouth drop in shock. I didn't make anything out of it and I laughed when he said she takes after me. He gave her extra money and told her she should call him if he needed anything and that he was like an uncle to her. Fast forward to the semester vacation. My baby came home and was acting strange. No hugs for daddy. She always kept to herself. Until one one day she left her phone to charge in the hall and I saw a message pop up. It was from my boss. I was curious and I opened it joro my boss has been sleeping with my daughter i read everything he broke her virginity and threatened to fire me if she said a word he visited her every weekend when she was in school and gave her money joro i am broken i don't know what to do i feel like a fool my baby should i report this man to his wife what should i do when i see my daughter i feel like crying i want to beat my boss up so yeah that was um That was a mouthful
1: and that was sad. Yeah. This is, um, this is terrible. You know, this, this is, I guess this can happen anywhere in the world. Right. But it happens in places like Nigeria, where there's so much poverty, where people of power and influence and money can really exert it on people. and you know, just, you know, it's like, um, since you're all powerful, you're rich, you see something you want and you can just take it, no regard, no care of what's going on. So you know, not only do you sleep with a girl, you also put the burden on her about keeping her father, you know, employed and taking care of his household. Now what are you gonna do if you tell his wife? His wife knows he's sleeping around. Come on, these kind of guys have girls everywhere and so you're not you're not going to you're not going to shock the woman or destroy his marriage so to speak you're just gonna lose your own job but being a man and out of principle i I don't know how you keep on working there but then again like i said i'm just talking about nigeria now with the poverty and you know so hard to get a job because obviously he's a driver in the first place because even though he's university graduate because he didn't find any job and you know he just wanted to make things happen so he decided to get a get a a job and you know have his family that way so but i think something like this i don't know pride or whatever it is or before he does something much worse than he can you know handle and ends up in jail or something he probably has to leave that job and find something else and go somewhere else and call his daughter and talk to her and say look i know this and I also feel partly responsible because i introduced this man to your life and i've you know you're doing stuff for me because of the shame and that kind of stuff and talk to his daughter and you know try to get another job and you know i I don't know i don't usually like to bring the god angle here but pray and find a new job and move your family together so you guys can of heal together
0: um so i'm just I feel bad for him because no matter how you look at it, he also feels guilty that his daughter has to keep a secret so that he can still have a job because obviously the daughter is thinking if I say something then my dad is going to get fired then how is the family going to survive? I just personally think that he needs to start looking for a new job he shouldn't do anything crazy or rash i he's probably feeling very angry and he probably blames himself sometimes you know wondering why he took his boss to meet his daughter when it seemed like his boss was just being nice but like i said my advice is just for him to start looking for a new job so he can leave there as soon as possible and you know you never know yeah things are very hard in nigeria but um he has a degree so you know there's more he could probably find something something better than being a driver but like reporting to his wife you don't want to be the person who you know like like we always say you end up being the bad person in this situation reporting to his wife is probably not gonna do anything if you pick a fight with him, these are the kind of guys that have connections. You'll probably be in jail for the rest of your life, and then you will now turn his, your daughter into like some sort of sex slave or a concubine or something. So, you know, it's not worth it. Just my heart goes out to him, but just look for a new job, you know.
1: Speak to your daughter too. It's very important to talk to your daughter, let her know you know what's going on, but say so that she also can get that body off her chest and so not just only you. The exiting your workplace because of your pride as a man, but you need to sit down with your daughter, talk to her, let her know that you know you're sorry for what you feel is your own you know part role you played in it and stuff like that. It's a tough. It's tough. And I said this Nigeria is uh, you know it's when you have so much gulf between poor and rich, when the rich see something they want, they don't care. They just go and get it. It doesn't matter. You know. You know I hear of stories of um, bosses sleeping with their um, female co-workers that are married because they know mm-hmm. them. the woman has financial issues at home and saying just sleep with me and you know, take this for your family and the woman is facing a tough situation at home and she really needs that money and the boss you know really puts her uh, in the blender using all that against that some women succumb to it and they do it for the family then the man finds out and the man gets mad at her what she did for the family and stuff, and it just can be—it can be a mess. So sometimes it's not even the woman, the woman and stuff. Men, people of power, they just need to not use their influence to for bad, use it for good. Be like a Bill. What's his name? Bill Gates, who's donating almost half of his fortune to charity and stuff. Anyway, it's a tough one.
0: So it's a wrap from us, guys. Um, follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, and we're on Twitter. It's good, bad, gang everywhere. You can also find us on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Please subscribe, comment. Let us know what you think. What you wanna? What you wanna hear? What you want us to talk about? What don't you like? What do you like? You know, is there something more that we should be doing? Just let us know. And don't forget to spread good vibes this week. Until we're out.
1: until they get together, my back.
0: Yeah. He wishes. This one for real, this girl. If your girl I good and she never boring, then you know that a really good vibe. And she cook your good food and she always caring, then you know that a really good vibe. If your man did not love you real good in a bed, then you know that a really good vibe. And if I give you full satisfaction, my girl, then you know that.